I want to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so you can have it be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, plus many more. You can make money from your podcast with absolutely no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. Welcome to the Wrong Advice Podcast. I'm your host, John Picciuto, and I am pleased to have along with me today my dear friend, Ashley Gatton. Ashley, how are you? Good. How are you, John? Oh, I'm doing so good. I know we've been talking about this for a while. This is uh, something that I've been really looking forward to. Obviously, I-, I was trying to remember how long we've known each other. Do you remember? It's like four or five years. I mean, how long have you been back in L.A.? I was... Honestly, I was trying to think of that because I was wondering, I was like, have we just been friends since Trump was president or we were we friends like when the world was normal? (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I was like, I feel like I'm trying to think I moved to New York, um, 2012 and I think we met or we talked, we tweeted, what is it? We tweeted, you tweeted, (laughs) um, yeah, like five years, I think maybe. It's a good time. I mean, I, that that's a pretty solid think, friendship. Five years. That's legit. Yeah, it is. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, so yeah, so we met on Twitter, which is hilarious. I don't remember the like initial interaction. You either someone retweeted you or I liked it or something. It's hilarious. You're funny. We started DMing. Uh, I was trying to hit on you. And then we had probably the worst 15 minute date in the history of dates. And then I was like, all right, we're just going to be friends. Right. And you're like, yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) But actually, honestly, I've told you this. It was actually nice to like go on a date with someone and like zero pressure. Yeah. And then actually just be friends. Like, I don't think I've ever really like I go on dates with guys and if they're shitty, I just like try and ghost them and they still, (laughs) But I was like, well, no, this guy's cool. We had such a good banter leading up to, you know, whatever, going on that quote unquote date. But it was like pretty easy to know within that like five minute period that this was a friendship, not anything more. But I think I agree. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Five years. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Besties for five years. I know. It's great. Uh, how long have you been back in L.A. now? Let's see. I moved back here in June of 2018. Nice. So almost three years. Yeah, it's crazy. Time certainly flies. How's uh, how's the last year been for you? Obviously, COVID's been a nightmare. Um, I think you got your shot nightmare. this morning. Congratulations. I did. That's awesome. Thank you. You got yours, right? Yeah, um, Monday. So two weeks I get yeah. my second one. Um, so I'm pretty excited. 
you know, being single in a pandemic, unlike you, has not been uh, that great. No, I know. I feel like all my single friends are, I mean, I feel like half of them haven't had sex in like a year. And I'm, I'm like, also, I don't even know how someone could even meet someone. I mean, are you, I know, I well, I know you were on dating apps throughout the pandemic, but I'm like. I've been on and off. Yeah. It comes and goes. I'm back on now because it's feeling, you know, the weather weather's getting better. So, you know, yeah. outdoor dining is going to be a thing again and occupancy is yeah. coming up. So it feels like we can start getting back to normal. But I mean, initially, I had just become single when the pandemic hit. So I was on the apps. Then yeah. after doing some of those like FaceTime dates and really, really awkward shit, I deleted them. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to confirm or deny how long it's been since I've had sex, but it's definitely not been, uh, the best, uh, year of my life for sure. I know I, it was, I remember seeing on TikTok and stuff that people like were doing virtual first dates and it's, I mean, that is, it's so weird. Yeah. I don't like online dating in general. I don't think you can really get to know someone over an app. Um, it's like super superficial, like you're really yeah. matching cause that you think they're good looking. And then it's like the same conversation. What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite food? What's your favorite thing? Let's go get a drink. And then it's like yeah. chemistry, right? So I mm-hmm. don't know, being that I've been single exactly. for a year, I've had a lot of time to think about this. So, uh, yeah, it's been interesting. How, uh, how long have you and your boyfriend been together? Um, it'll be two years in July. Oh, awesome. So yeah, so I was here for like, is that right? Did I move here in 2018? Actually, well, yes, it was 2018. Um, and I moved here and I moved to West Hollywood and I lived with my sister. Um, and I was like not interested in dating because I feel like I was leaving New York and I was like, and I still think it compared to LA, dating in New York is like, it's a whole. I feel like they both have their pros and their cons. Like in LA, I feel like you meet a lot of like, for me, like I'm well also for men, but like fake people and actors and actresses, which I always thought I was like, no, that can't be true. And then I remember I got on the dating apps when I moved here and I was like, Oh, everyone has like modeling pictures and they all (laughs) like, don't really have a job and they all somehow are rich. Um, But in New York, it's all like finance and Republicans and growy <laughs> guys and just like guys who don't want to settle down. Yeah, no, for um, sure. It's crazy, but so you got lucky. How did you guys meet? So I got I downloaded Bumble as soon as I moved here, obviously. Um, and I was like, it was crazy, honestly. Just scrolling through Bumble here, the pictures—they're all like, like face shots like actual modeling acting pictures headshots yeah not even real and i was like this is unbelievable like they all look gay like all the guys like not my type and i had it and then i deleted it and i guess he says we matched on there and he remembered that my name didn't have an e and he like searched me on facebook because you know how it has like your work on there or whatever Mm -hmm. and he found my facebook Send me a message. I ignored determination. it. I like this a lot. Stalkerish, almost, but uh, determination. No, I like um, whatever. In the it worked in the out. message, <laughs> it did. It doesn't matter now. In yeah, the right. message, she was like, "This might be inappropriate." I found you through Google or whatever. He said, um, 
I'd like to take you out. And I ignored it because I don't know. And then he messaged me again on Instagram, like six months later. And I was like at work and all my coworkers were like, just go out with them. Like, whatever, try it out. And I did. And I like immediately knew as soon as I saw him, I was like, wow, this guy's like, and he was like, kind of like from NorCal, which was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, now we live together and we're happily in love. That's amazing. So it yeah. does happen for people. That's so good it to does, know. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to know. No, because I mean, I, I feel like for the vast majority of our five-year friendship, it's been you and I bitching about our dating lives. So obviously not as of, of late, um, but that's so great. I'm so happy. That like gives me just a smidge of hope that like well like that's when you would tell me like your dating stories or like your experience I'm like it's funny seeing it from a guy's perspective because I feel like we you say things and I would say like I'm like oh yeah I feel like I've experienced that but from a guy and then like I'm like why would a girl say that to you or do that to you and then you probably think the same when I tell you things about guys and it's like I mean, there are normal people in the world. It's just hard to find them. Yeah, because it's just bogged down in so many fucking weird, crazy people. <laughs> They're so weird. People are so weird. <laughs> so how many dates did you go on out in L.A. before you got with your boyfriend now? I mean, did you go out at all? You said I, you downloaded the app, so. Yeah, I went on one. Was it um, terrible? And, like, John, okay, first of all, okay, I don't even remember what his pictures look like. I don't even remember what he looked like. I remember my sister was like, that's not your type, but like, go for it. And I was like, okay. And I, we must've had good conversation and he came, he picked me up, which was not a good idea. I feel like that's not, I mean, why would I let that happen? But he came and picked me up and we went to like get drinks and he was like so clean shaven and like manicured and like super <laughs> tan and I was like, the whole time, I was like, oh, my God, I hate this. Did like, you get I Botox, like bro? Bro, did you have Botox? I know, right? Like, do you get your eyebrows waxed? Like, <laughs> I don't even do that. Um, and then he brought me home, and it was just miserable. And then I, I feel like he kept asking to hang out, and I was like, why? Like, we did not have a good time. And then I had to block him on Instagram because I think he was like, because I feel like guys, if you kind of like show them not, no interest, they start to kind of be like an asshole, but like in a flirty way. Yeah. 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 And he would like respond to my Instagram stories, like kind of being mean, but like kind of wanting to like make me talk to him or something. Oh, so he's, but, he was negging you. Yeah, exactly. Lame. Totally like, lame. No. Let me tell you about something that I just went through that's <laughs> thrown me for a bit of a loop. So I matched with this girl. Um, she was yeah. super protective of like Instagram and phone numbers and whole nine yards. She's got like kind of an important job. And like I get that. She wanted to make sure I wasn't a psycho before that happened. Um, and it's fine. So like we took our time getting to know each other. It was super nice. Couple weeks talking, blah, blah, through the app. Finally started, uh, you know, hooked up on Instagram or whatever. So she's following me. I'm following her. It's all good. She's laughing at my stories and blah, blah, blah. It's good. We're trying to set up a time to go out. You know, the world's weird, whatever. Randomly, like last week, she just stopped responding to my text messages, but she still looks at all my Instagram stories. She still follows me. I'm like, this is so fucking weird. What are we doing? Why? Why is this happening? Like, if you're not interested, cool. But like, you don't have to ignore like the three text messages that I sent you. Just be like, yeah, you seem super nice, but like not interested, whatever. Yeah. But it's like people don't do that anymore. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. I know. In my 20s, I was like ghost city, 
by whatever. But like we're the same age. We're in our thirties. Like be a bit more cool about yeah. it or mature and just be like, you know, you seem like a nice guy, but no. But like also like unfollow me on Instagram. It's super weird. Like stop liking my stuff I but know. ignoring my text. It's like getting rejected in twenty twenty one and beyond is like I now have to get rejected on seven different social media platforms. Text messages, FaceTimes, phone calls. It's like, you just can't win. It's You're denied everywhere. <laughs> and don't you think, like, I would think by the, as we get older, it would get a little better. And I feel like it, it gets worse. Like, and maybe it's because of social media and just how, how much contact, point of contacts we have. But you would think talking to like a 30 year old woman, she would, I mean, I would at least be like, hey, like, you're cool, but, like, I'm not interested. Or the world's weird. I'm not ready. You know? It's- 100%. I mean, I'm like that. Like, even just through the apps or if we exchange numbers. Like, listen, if we don't have anything in common and we're just getting to know each other for getting to know each other's sake, I'm going to just be like, listen, this is – I don't see this going anywhere. Like, we match because yeah. we have mutual attraction. Maybe you had a funny quote. But, like, there's no point in just, like – Granted, maybe six months ago, there was point in just wasting each other's time because there was nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. But like as things get normal, you know, you would hope that, you know, I don't know. It's just a weird world. <laughs> I'm I'm very envious that you so found your, your man's hashtag man's. Um, when you guys get married, am I invited to the wedding? So we want to elope. We've always thought that. Okay, so um, I'll meet you in Vegas. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's where it will be. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I don't know how single people were doing 2020. Like, or also, do you feel like, I mean, not that COVID's over or the pandemic's over, but like moving forward, has it changed your opinion about like being in like the germ sense of the word, like, like now I feel like I could never go to a gym again. I just don't want to go to a gym. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, it was so gross. I can't never. believe I did yep. that. And like, why will I'm I like ever go to a I'm movie like, again? I'm with you. Yeah. 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 And then I'm like dating. I was like, I wonder, I don't even know if I could like thinking of meeting a stranger and like hugging and kissing them. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even know them. I'm like, think of the stuff we did. Yeah. And now we like, I don't know. I joked early on uh, when COVID happened that like as a single guy dating, like I used to really have to worry about getting herpes. Like that was my biggest fear. But like herpes, as terrible as as it is, wouldn't necessarily kill me. Pretty sure it wouldn't kill me at all. But like, cool, I go out on a date, I get COVID and fucking die. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you have to like date someone for two weeks before you kiss them and then hope that they're not like going out and like... Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, you have to be like, what vaccine did you get? (laughs) Like, what? It's so insane. It is insane. I mean, I did a couple over the summer, a couple um, like socially distanced dates. Um, You know, we went to a park. um, Yeah. Went hiking. But like, it it just, you know, I don't know. I've recently learned, and you're going to laugh at me for this, but, you know, had a lot of time on my hands. I learned that my love languages are uh, quality time and physical touch. Well, pretty much can't do either of those in a pandemic. So it's been doubly bad for me. But then now the dating environment, like you just said, has changed. So it's like, yeah, having to, you know, reevaluate so much. It's just so fucking weird. (laughs) I know. I can't. 
And I we've said this a million times when we talk, like every time something crazy happened in the world, like even before COVID, like just Trump doing whatever or any social thing that goes on, we're like, God, the world cannot get any crazier. I can't believe this. And like, it just gets crazier and crazier. I know. I, I had this conversation with my brother earlier this week. You know, obviously that hate crime shooting in Atlanta, that was yeah. fucking I don't know why, number one, the media is not calling it a hate crime, which is insane to me. But number two, like, I'm trying to understand fully whether these instances of, like, racial, um, you know, killings and, and profiling and, like, all this terrible shit is happening more or because we have so much more access to technology and communication mm -hmm. that it's just reported more. So mm -hmm. it's, like, really hard... Like you're looking at all these things. It's it's every day now. There's some black guy who gets killed by a cop. There's some Asian person who gets beat up because of the coronavirus. It's something every day. It's like just staggering. And it's like, okay, was this happening all the time? And maybe we just didn't have Facebook and Twitter or yeah, or not. And I really don't know. All I know is it just yeah. is demoralizing on a daily basis. There's nothing like positive about humanity other than this amazing vaccine that they cooked up in like a year. Awesome. Yeah. Go, go us. But like everything else is a shit show. Yeah, exactly. I know. I feel like when the, all the, I know like the cop stuff and the black people, like all that, I'm like, I know that was, ha I know that's been happening for centuries and now it's just, everything's being recorded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just weird to me that like, like, do you, did you watch the bachelor? Oh, fuck. Yeah, of course. I know. I know you're obsessed with The Bachelor. It's you Twitter. Like live it's, tweet it. it. I have to. That's why I started watching it originally. <laughs> I have a serious Twitter addiction. When they go to a pay model, I'm going to be like, all right, I can cut myself off. It's like Twitter is my hair. You really do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, like, you know how the girl, Rachel, like she got in trouble for her pictures or whatever. But, you know, like during the summer when all the black lives matter things were happening and like all these like white influencers or white people were like, Oh, I'm working on like learning or researching, or I'm reading these books or watching these movies. And I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that people have to learn about racism and have to learn. And then he was like, no, it's more like them unlearning to not be racist. I'm like, yeah. And it's, and I guess maybe be, I mean, some people are just, you know, people raised in the South, like that's just their normal. Like they don't even know, like, mm -hmm. but I'm like, how do you not know to not be racist or not, not like a group of people because of what they look like? Yeah, it, it is a hundred percent a learned thing, unfortunately. And like, totally. Um, yeah. I mean, the South is, is weird like that. Um, they, they definitely, it's ingrained in them from a young age, like. You know, I went to school in West Virginia. There were Confederate flags at every football tailgate. You know, that's like not something you see yeah. in New Jersey. Um, yeah. And, you know, you think about it, like what we're like 60 years removed from the civil rights movement. That's like not an entire generation yet. So it's not that much time that we've put behind this uh, shit. But yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't feel like we've made any real progress. And, you know, now you're just seeing it crop up against multiple ethnicities. I mean, after 9-11, it was Muslims mm -hmm. and Arabs. Now, after the coronavirus, it's Asians. I mean, it's unfortunately always been black people and Hispanic people who've been profiled by this stuff. But it just gets tiring. Like, it's just, it's always ever present. And like, how do it is. you know, I would love to say like, oh, raise my hand. This is how we fix this. There's no answer. There's just none. Because until people are like... Right. 
brought up in a world where this is not an issue anymore, it's going to always be an issue. It's like, it's just, it's, right. dra it's draining. It's, it's super, super draining. It's hard. Yeah, it's exhausting. It yeah. It is exhausting. It's like, it's not, it's not going to end until people stop raising little racist bastards, you know? <laughs> yeah. Easier said than done, especially after like the last four years. <laughs> I know. It's like they got like, yeah. Exactly. You brought up Rachel from The Bachelorette or Bachelor, excuse me. I uh I don't know if did you watch like the last episode or whatever where she like kind of copped everything. I kind of liked what she said. You know, she someone said she, the the Emmanuel Acho asked the question like, um, "Do you regret what you did?" And she was like, "No. Like it's hard for me to regret something that I did unknowingly, didn't realize." And I was like, "That's a very genuine genuine answer." She's honestly being like, "I didn't know this behavior was wrong, and that's not an excuse." But like, at least she wasn't like, yeah, I knew what I was doing was wrong. And I did it anyway. Like, I, I like when people are just super like genuine about their fuck ups. She was like, I didn't know this yeah. was a problem at then. I didn't realize I didn't think about it. And that is a problem yeah. in and of itself. But also being able to be super, you know, transparent about it was kind of nice. I mean, I don't think her life's over. Like, she's very young. I think she'll bounce back from this. She's got her 500,000 Instagram followers or whatever. She can sell her tummy tea and whatnot. Um, it's just disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I read this morning that Matt James deleted all of his, his Instagram pictures and and his tweets and everything. And like, he seems to be going through a really tough time. And I don't think that's fair. Um, he He's had a rough go of it. And, and like that to me is disappointing. Yeah. He seems like such a good guy, someone that you root for and like want to see be happy and successful and He's clearly going through it right now. It's it's pretty shitty. Yeah, like, that's what he was saying to her. He was, like, because she was, like, upset. And he's, like, I'm sorry you're upset, but I can't take the responsibility for that. But, yeah, it's, like, I mean, to her defense, she didn't know any better. But that's a problem in itself. But, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not, like, for cancel culture. But, I mean, sometimes it's it's needed. But, like. I get the the antebellum thing is terrible and whatever, but I'm like, it's not like they were wearing like KKK hoods sure. and just like running amok everywhere. So it's like, it's a, it was weird. I feel like this season, it was so weird to me. Like Claire's season was weird. Yeah. Probably be, I mean. Well, cause she fell in love within yeah. five seconds of the fucking, I mean, that was fake. I know. They like, definitely were DMing before the, the show. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. That's a lie. You, I'm sorry. I mean, I know you've met your boyfriend and you're super in love, but like within like 30 seconds where you're like, yo, I'm marrying this guy. Oh, stop nodding your head. I, <laughs> no, Seriously? I, like fucking 30 seconds? Cause no, that's what no. it was like, but they had such. No. Yeah. It, I was going to say Claire and Dale. Before. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she, that, I don't know, that season was so, that also feels like five years ago. I feel like yeah, it time does. is so weird. Time is I mean, super weird. Speaking of time, where that, do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 totally kidding. I feel like that's a, that's an interview question that I hate when people ask me when I'm in an interview and I was like, and I, I don't know, rich. Yeah. Ho no. Hopefully not working for you. <laughs> yeah. Right, like not exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I gotta say, th this has felt like both in the longest and shortest year of my life. I mean, I didn't get to celebrate my thirty-fifth birthday. That was super lame. Like, I, I'd planned on going to Paris, photographing, just like being there alone, like 
loving life. And uh, I think I just drank like two bottles of wine by myself. And <laughs> I know it was, it's sad. What do you, do you have any friends that you see like on Instagram and stuff like traveling and going to Mexico? So not many friends, but like a good number of people who I follow are in and yeah. out of Miami, in and out of Tulum. Uh, I mean, I went on a four week road trip across country, but you know, I was by myself. I was wearing masks everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm perplexed by that. I mean, to each their own, I guess, if you don't have concerns about being sick or getting other people sick, then yeah, go to Miami, go to Tulum, do whatever you want. It's just not my thing. Like, I, I, you know, when I get my vaccine in two weeks, sure, I'll gladly get on a plane and go somewhere. But I don't know. What, yeah. what, what would be the point? You know? It, yeah. Plus, I've got no yeah. one to go with anywhere. So it's not like... Yeah. I'm going to hop on a plane and go to Mexico by myself. So what? Like I lose yeah. my kidneys and my livers and everything. And, and then what? Like what's what's the point? But yeah, um, I, I did. How about you? Did you have a lot of people go away? Um, yeah, everyone. I haven't. I've only been to like Palm Springs and stuff, which is like a two hour drive. But um, no, I feel like I've been honestly inside my house for a full year. And it. I feel like I'm getting... Like now, since I'm not working, I'm feeling like, and I knew this was going to happen when I started to notice, I'm like, oh, maybe we're going to be in quarantine for a lot longer than we think. Like maybe this is longer than a, a month or two weeks or whatever they said. And I was like, maybe I should like find a new hobby or like focus on something or whatever. And I just didn't do any of that. And now I'm like, I wish I started something a year ago because, you know, but you have, it's never, too I don't late. know the less. Yeah, I know. And I feel like, like, you're so good at that. Like, Thank you. maybe you're welcome. You just like, feel like you can, you have the like, balls and the confidence to just like, do whatever you feel like doing. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. I'm too old, or I'm not going to be good at it. And you're just like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it buy this podcast system and start a podcast. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, what's a few hundred bucks? I mean, I didn't go anywhere this year. I didn't travel yeah. anywhere. I can spend a couple hundred bucks and try to make a podcast and I'm loving it. I mean, we've only been talking for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, this is so great. It's really nice to have conversations with people, especially, you know, like you, I haven't seen you in a couple, well, when was I in LA last, I guess 2019. So I haven't seen you in person yeah. in, in two years. I haven't seen like my cousin or anybody in, in a while. So like doing these like podcasts is like a little bit of therapy, a little bit of fun. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's the same reason why I started, taking pictures it's the same reason why you know seven eight years ago i was writing you know it's just just do it like if there's something you want to do yeah do it what's to hold you back the only thing holding you back yeah. is is you i mean plus yeah. you have a really really good opportunity on your hands right now to make a decision about what you want to do for the next five years or or longer i know so figure i mean like no do whatever you want start doing something say hey i want to be a yoga teacher start doing yoga and then you're like nah, fuck that i don't want to do that i want to make my own spanks i don't know whatever you just fucking figure it out and do it there, there's nothing holding you back except for yourself and i feel like i've been saying this ever since when i moved to new york and i was like so into like Oh, I want to have, I want to be the director at a huge fashion company. And I was all about work. And in New York, I feel like you're fueled by everyone around you. Everyone wants to do well and be successful. Everyone's grinding and working and, you know, barely sleeping. And when I moved here, everyone's like laid back and like, 
has like no real job or whatever. But <laughs> I feel like I've been saying for like the past like five, maybe even longer years, like, oh, I, I want to do, I want to try this, but I don't because I'm like, I don't want to start all over and be, you know, the oldest person working this career or whatever. And I'm like, had I just started when I said that, I would. It's such a I bad. It's such a bad attitude. If you were like eighty-five years old, I would still tell you to do whatever you want to do. I mean, I know. at the end of the day, the only time it's too late is like when you're dead. So, like, I know. I, I mean, I don't know. Life is short. I think if anything, that's the biggest lesson I've learned in the last year is like it could be gone and over tomorrow or weeks, yeah. and like there's no guarantees. Yeah. So just do whatever that thing is that you want to do. There's literally nothing holding you back. Unless it's like, listen, I want to be a surgeon, in which case you have like eight years and $800,000 in debt to do it. But like, there's yeah. nothing holding you back. Just do it. Yeah. You're right. I know. You say, yeah, right a lot. But like, I want a list after we are done recording of like three things that you want to try <laughs> and like you have to fucking try. <laughs> I know. I should. I just, the less I'm do like... Being in quarantine, I feel like the less I was actually doing, like the more time I had, the less I wanted to do anything. But like when I'm, but in New York, I remember, and it's so weird to think back, like I remember working and going to the gym a lot and like doing extracurricular stuff and being motivated to do more and more and more, even though I had less and less time because I was doing more. And here I have all the time in the world but I just don't want to do anything because I have so much time. Like, like, I'm like, oh, I can do it tomorrow. Yeah. No, that's a uh, – I'm going to send you an article that I read. Um, I'm going to make up this term because it's not what it said in the article. It's like time paradox. It's like when confronted yeah. with infinite amount of time on your hands, you will constantly tell yourself, oh, I'll just do it later. Like I don't need to do laundry today because I can wear the same sweatpants for three days. I'll just do it later. But it's like it's it was a really interesting article. It was this woman talking about how she's a writer and she put off writing for the entire year. She's like, I put nothing on paper for the entire year because I was just like, oh, well, I've got all the time tomorrow. Oh, I've got all the time on Tuesday. And she just kept doing that. And uh, that there is a paralyzing effect on people when you're like, you have all this time to do whatever you want. It's like, well, I can't waste my time. And then you end up just watching Netflix for seven hours and do nothing. Exactly. Yeah, it's super interesting. Exactly. I've felt that way a lot at, at different points over the last year. I mean, I got a, I took a job at uh, the beginning of the pandemic and then I got laid off like six months later and I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought it'd be there for like five, 10 years or whatever. And then it's like, you know, I've got all this time on my hands. I've worked for 15 years to put myself in a position of like doing what I want what is the thing that I want? So I picked up my camera and I bought a podcast gear and I started writing again. And I think the more that you start throwing darts, you start seeing the things that like you could be really passionate about. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, like I feel like we had this conversation about the Peloton. You're like, eh, I don't know if I should get it. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then like you got it. And you're like, holy shit, I fucking love this thing. Exactly. Like, Dude, exactly. Yeah. So just figure out, like I said, I'm going to, we have a report due at the end of this podcast. <laughs> I need a list of three to five things. And uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so you're in love. That's like a very jealous thing for, for me. Um, I know. Because like I, I've not been in that place in a while. Um, this is completely like not something you need to answer, but. Do you want to have kids? So 
I've never in the in kids and marriage I've never really even like as a little girl like all my friends imagined their wedding and they've all had these extravagant weddings and now they're all having kids and I've never felt that urge to have a huge wedding I think it's always the money blah 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 but I've also never really seen myself married like with one person I think just because I kept being in relationships and kept getting heartbroken I'm like fuck this I'm there's no way there's one person for me and um the meeting Jake I feel like it wasn't I honestly feel like when I first when he walked into the restaurant I like it's I told you it's like a it's like you when you know you know blah 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 like when I saw him I was like oh well this guy's like He's not even, he's not everything I've ever wanted. I just feel like, like that is the person that, Completely I don't know. Too. It's just weird. Yeah. And when we. It was the most, it was the like, most reassuring thing for me because like I said, we have had so many conversations about how shitty is out here and you like, yeah. you can get me going on how negative I could be around dating. And like, we bounced that off of one another. And then like literally within a week, like a day, you're like, I met a guy and I think like he's the one i was like what shut the yeah. fuck up and like yeah i mean it's that's that's awesome um and and the reason th that i asked about the kids thing obviously you've got time on your hands now but like you know i don't necessarily look at my life like five years out like that was that was obviously a joke but you know i like to kind of have some glimmer of an idea of where i'm going to be in six months a year whatever so like i i you know as a woman i was just wondering like what kind of uh, factor that would play on like where you see yourself, you know, in a few years and a few months. Right. So that, that's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely, I know I think about it more than he thinks about it just because I am the woman for all those reasons. But, um, I, I've never, I mean, like I loved raising my sisters. I feel like I was very maternal raising them since I was a little older than them. And like, I did it with my mom and it was like fine. And I always, I never like wanted kids, but the older I get and the more I see all, all my friends have kids, like now they're having like three, four kids. Uh, and with social media, there's some weird thing I feel about. I'm not saying people have kids for social media, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine it's, that. Do you notice, you know, like I feel. Have you ever like been around I a baby? Be, <laughs> you ever change a diaper like 2 a.m.? No one is doing it for the gram. <laughs> but I feel like they... No, it's it's a box ticking thing. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. They are like, okay, we got married, now... We bought the house, kids. now we have the kid. Absolutely. And... Um, yeah. I don't know. Do, they, it, do it all for the gram. <laughs> yeah, you know, like... I mean, I could just... I don't want to talk shit about people, but... Um, you no, I just, I also, I've noticed with friends, people that I genuinely know, like in person, how they were, obviously people change when they're single, when they're married and when they have kids. But I feel like once they have kids, there's some, there, something goes on that they just like lose. And well, I get it. You're, it's a whole new chapter well, in your they, life. Like, yeah. They, well, when you stop sleeping for like years at a time, it changes a person. <laughs> they're for, just like. For sure. They're different. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, but also I think I've said this to you, like, regardless for social media, I feel like the world is such a shitty place. I'm like, I don't know if I want to bring a kid into this world. Cause like, 
I liked how we grew up without social media. Like I think yeah. we had a good well, child. and like without and now when I'm on without like video games and stuff, it's like go outside, come home at dinner time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not a and thing now I'm like on TikTok. Yeah, I'm Yo, 32 okay. and I'm seeing like. I'm, I'm so I'm wait I'm so glad you brought up TikTok because so I literally just joined like Monday I downloaded TikTok and you have a TikTok that has been viewed by like three million people and that is just fucking insane to me like I know you have like a big time like love hate relationship with social media um but that's fucking nuts that's like so many people okay it's no like. TikTok is, I, I remember when it first came out and I was like, I, my sister was all about it. And I was like, oh, I guess it's just like a different version of Vine or whatever, which I never, never even was on. But like TikTok's different in, and it's a very smart app. And I think it's killing Instagram is you don't need like to f be following people to see content, you know, like, yeah. so like I would post something not and having no followers, not following anyone. Cause it's just like a constant news feed. You don't need friends. And it would have like thousands of views. And I was like, Oh my God, like this is just going to everyone's phone. Yeah. And then it's, it's like, it's cool. Like it's that. so weird. It's cool. Yeah. I, I like it. I was uh, here. Are my couple thoughts on it. Number one, like I posted that hilarious, uh, Forrest Gump video got viewed like a thousand times. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Whatever. Like, I'm getting more impressions on my, like I'm posting a lot of my photos and like short videos and whatnot, and I'm getting more eyeballs to them than I do on Instagram. So for that yeah. reason, I like the app. I've got a, there's so many like disgustingly young girls wearing no clothing, dancing. It's like kind of uncomfortable and I would like a filter where I can be like under 18, please don't show it on my phone. It's like kind of like i'm 35 i don't need to feel like a creep just holding my fucking phone in my hand on a social media app and that and for that that's the only reason why i'm like not sure what i feel about it because it's so young it's so weird but it's I cool I, I don't mind it but like that cool. thing about it is is weird um you brought up your sister um first of all i think she's i've, I've never met her but her Graham, etc. She's got such a really cool uh, aesthetic and vibe. I think she's like a really cool person and really like I love all the stuff that she does with like Black Lives Matter and, and all the other shit show that is going on in this world. But you guys have a super close relationship. Um, I don't necessarily know that that's super common with families. Like I know me and my siblings are insanely close and I've got friends who are very close with their siblings and other people who are, are like estranged from their brothers and sisters. What do you think it is about your relationship? You mentioned kind of like, you know, you, you took care of her at a young age that makes you guys so close. Um, I mean, I, I'm eight years older than her, which I think growing up, it, it seemed a lot bigger than it is than it feels now. Um, I think it's a, I think because since I am eight years older, we never were in high school together. Like I was always on like the next part of my life where she was just like starting it. So, um, when I moved to college, she was like eighth grader. I don't know how old she would be, but, um, but now when I moved here, she was like just finishing up college and I was, you know, however old I was, but, um, 29 one she's yeah one she's very she's very smart and like mature for her age I think like it's pretty shocking that I'm eight years older than her because I think she is seems much older than me in many different ways but um 
living because living with her here in LA, like we never really lived together when we were growing up in a weird way, you know, like right. Cause she was, she was like a baby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I was in high school and then I was in college and she was finally becoming her own little person. Um, so moving into LA with her and living with her, we, I feel like we just became friends on top of being sisters, but yeah, like I feel like she's, I mean, I'm super protective over her and I know she is protective over me, but now, especially being in quarantine with her for like half of the year, um, yeah, we're just, I don't know. Like I see her, she's like my best friend and she says she wouldn't be my friend if we weren't sisters because she thinks I'm like a, a big dork and I'm like weird. We were driving the other day and she was, and I was driving and she's like, if I saw you on the road, I would hate you. Like I would flip you off because you don't know how to drive. Like she does like not get it, but, um, That's hysterical. yeah, no. Well, and she's like, she's like Gen Z and like, I've never really realized like us millennials are like, you know, losers compared like to them, but Gen Z, Gen Z gives me baby fever. Like, I feel like they are, there's like, the, they need the to be like coddled <laughs> and yeah. like help and along then there's the way. The ones that are like, yeah. And then, you know, they're the ones that are like out in the streets protesting, beating up cops, but like you know, they don't want to call the doctor to like make an appointment because they're too scared. It's like, they're just yeah. a very like interesting group of people. And I feel like it's very admirable. I mean, also since like the pandemic, like since she graduated college, she's been trying to get a job and then the pandemic happened and she's like, I couldn't even imagine trying to get into the workforce. Oh yeah. Now. It's like 2008. I mean, like when I graduated it college, it was this bad then, you know, it's, History like, repeating itself, unfortunately. It is. It's exactly what it is. Um, I think it's I know, great, though. I mean, whole... it's it's super nice uh, because I think the one thing, like, well, one of the very important lessons that, uh, you know, the pandemic teaches you is uh, time as, like, a resource and, and as a commodity. Like, we have a finite amount of it. And then, like, what's super important? Because, like, when the world gets locked down and you can't see your friends and you can't go to work and you can't be social, the only thing there mm -hmm. for you is your family. And uh, mm -hmm. I think I've gotten, I mean, I've been lucky enough that me and my siblings are super close to begin with, you know, tight knit Italian family, but um, we've gotten so close over the last year. It's just, it's, it's just been super nice. And it's nice that, you know, I see that with you and your sister as well. It's, it's just, it, I don't think it's as common as like you would have expected when we were kids as it is right. now. So it's, right. it's, it's nice. It's something that I, I feel like you guys are your, your own hype people and like you hype each other up and like you're each other's biggest fans and it's just super endearing. And, and I really like that. Thanks, John. Yeah, no, she's incredible, but you're a twin. Are you older or younger than your brother? My brother is two years younger than me. Three years, two years. I was a senior. He was a sophomore. Yeah. So I was, 85 yeah. he's 87 so he's two years younger and he's gonna have his third kid in like I a know. month but like to be fair I so like, like th th this is like how people differ like i'm a sagittarius and I, I didn't start learning much about like astrology until recently um but i am exactly a sagittarius like from what i've read my brother i don't know my sister's a sagittarius oh nice does that mean that we're friends like does that mean like do male and female Leo's and Sa sagittarius yeah. they're friends I don't know yeah. how I don't know how any of that stuff works, but like my brother is January twenty first, whatever sign that might be, 
he's had his entire life planned out for himself since he was like in second or third grade. He's like, I'm going to go to yeah. college. I'm going to get a, an awesome job. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. That's what I want to do with my life. And he's done it. And like, he's killing life. He he couldn't be happier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's, I was going to yeah. say, you're like in this flux period of your life. What are you like most proud of for yourself? Like today sitting here talking to me. So I, that's like something my mom always like tries to, I feel like I'm not proud of anything and I like shit on myself and I know I shouldn't do that. And yeah, that's not good. But I mean, I'm proud of like myself, like moving to New York on my own, you know, and I'm proud of like moving to Los Angeles and I'm proud that I don't still live in my hometown. I am proud that I'm not married with kids and like, settling like sure with the wrong person because i yeah and i feel like i could have done that multiple times and i you know probably at the time i was like oh no this is who i want to settle down with and now looking back i'm like i cannot believe i ever thought that about that person and you know i couldn't even imagine having like any kids or or any of that stuff so like i'm proud of like that i just feel like i compare success with like a job and yeah, you got to break. That I up. feel like it's how, yeah. And I think it's how we were like raised, like, like, I, agree I wish, you. you know, like, I feel like in high school, like in high school, you're like, okay, where do you want to go to college? And like, what do you want to study? And you're 17, 18, like you have no fucking idea, like what 100%. you want to do. And, and also what you choose then is not, I, that's just crazy to me that that's like how. You're, you're, work. Like, you're preaching to the choir on that one uh on i think episode four or five i had like an existential conversation with myself and like one of the things i said is like so much of our life is like you're in high school you sit down with the counselor and you're like okay here's the 10 colleges that you can get into which one do you want to go mm-hmm. to and like then you get right. to college and they're like these are the four degrees that you're able to get like pick one of these and right. like maybe when I was 18, someone would have should have been like, yo, here is a camera. Pick this up. See if you enjoy it. Or here's a microphone. Won't go have a conversation with some of your friends. And that's ultimately the reason why I'm doing these things now, because I didn't do them 10 and 15 years ago. And so much of what you just said is true because they put you in a box and they tell you what you can and can't do. And then I think we've reached the point in civilization where that's not necessarily the case anymore. I mean, you've got kids on TikTok who are 17 and 18 years old making millions of dollars. They're fucking dancing. Exactly. Like, exactly. So I, I think it's like both a positive and a negative. But like, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm doing more of this shit now. Like you get 24 hours in a day. You don't have to sleep for like 10 of them. I'm right. not saying you, and but like, like people. I, <laughs> and they, And I feel like in high school they – I don't know why trade schools aren't a bigger deal. Like, you know, like to be like an electrician, you make probably twice as much money as someone with a college degree. And, 100%. and that it's just a weird. Yeah. And now looking, I think that's why I don't want to have, I'm not like wanting to have kids that badly because I couldn't imagine trying to make my kid decide what they want to do with their life. And thinking of how things are evolving so quickly, like, sure. imagine in the year, I don't know, it's, I mean, it, it might be different in college, might not even be a thing in like 20 years, and like, it would be a different process. But 
that's a lot of pressure, like raising a human being and making sure that they make the correct decisions just so they're not a 30 year old who's like, Oh, what am I doing with my life? Oh, to do. I, like, that's such a bad attitude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's such a bad attitude. I've questioned myself so many times over so many years. And I just think of like how many nights and how many days I've like given myself unnecessary anxiety because I didn't know what I was supposed to do or what I, what my calling was. And that's just like every fucking human being in the entire scope of humanity, like the entire history of civilization are people who didn't know what they were doing or what they should be doing. I mean, I thought I was going to be dead at 20, like my entire life. Growing up, I would always say, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to die super young. I don't know why. Cancer, get hit by a bus, whatever. And that's like a very common thing. That's just like, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, morbid, you know, fascination with your own death. It's just like crazy. But like, yeah, you don't have to like put that much pressure on yourself. I mean, you have so much time on your hands right now. Start doing some shit. Figure something out. I mean, you can spend a lot of time bogging yourself down with like, ooh, 32. Yeah, I know. I mean, at least you got a boyfriend, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So like, I got that going. Yeah, so like 50% of life is in order. Your personal life, locked and stocked. And so what? You just got to figure out what you got to do to make some money. No, that's that's no pressure. See, that's how we're the opposite. I feel like I've always, you're always like, oh, I, I want to find someone to travel the world with and I want to be in love and this and that. And then since you're focusing or thinking about that you put all your energy towards actually doing things that you enjoy and then that's why I think when you do find your person you're going to be so at peace with yourself that like you will be able to give her all your energy and time and have a beautiful life your lips to because God's you, ear my friend <laughs> I sure hope so <laughs> you will I swear um but no I feel like you all when you the grass is always greener like I you think I have my personal life in order because I have a boyfriend and I'm in love and I'm like looking at you and I'm admiring you because you're doing all these things that you just enjoy doing and you, you know, are doing it where I'm like, I don't know. It's, I think that's why our friendship works. Right. Yeah. We're just, yeah. We're in different boats, but we're, Paddling up the same river. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be like something that you're not going to want to answer, but I want to hear it anyway, because I feel like at 32, you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like whatever. What's like the biggest piece of advice you would give like 20 year old Ashley? Oh, um, I feel like I try and give my sister advice like in this exact, um, I feel like I would tell her that don't waste so much energy on trying to find, I feel like when you're in your twenties, you're not necessarily trying to find a husband, but you're like every bar you go to, you're like, you, you're like, like, I remember being in San Francisco at bars, seeing guys and be like, Oh my God, I think that's like my husband. Like that's, (laughs) he's like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to go talk to him. And then he ends up being a total douche. And I feel like I would tell 20 year old me, just find out what interests you the most and like what makes you happy and stop trying to find someone to complete you. Cause I feel like in Ooh, your, uh, I love that a girl, a girl in her twenties, like 
girls in their 20s are always trying to find a boyfriend, you know, and I feel like guys in their 20s are always just trying to find a girl to sleep with. And then obviously those two don't mix well. And then that's why I feel like when I found out my boyfriend's age, also when we went on a first date, since we weren't on Bumble, I didn't necessarily know his age. Like, obviously it was in a range that I wanted, but I didn't just so the listeners know Ashley's boyfriend is 64 years old. I mean, you always talk about him like he's old. It's like... No, he's because... Well, no, because I'm saying... I feel like... Like, me being... When I was 30, I was, like, dating 30-year-old guys, and they are not at my level. Like, well, you, not all, your not maturity all. is... Well, you're five years older than me. No, you're three years older than me. Yeah. But you're still not at my level. Of what? Lunaticness or what? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Like, no, dating an older guy, I feel like they are at the same, like they're wanting the same things out of life that you are. But when you're in your 20s, when you're 21 at a bar with a 21-year-old guy, you guys do not want the same thing. Yeah, he wants to fuck you and you want to marry him. Yeah, and then it's just a whole thing like that for 10 years. And then a girl turns 30 and then she meets a guy and then, you know, he's older than her and then it works. I agree with that. I'm not going to argue with that. I think that there's plenty yeah. of like factualness to that statement. I agree. I mean, and you know, consequently because of that, like I find myself dating people who are younger because most people our age mm-hmm. have already settled down. I mean, right. I'm definitely in the minority of my friend group. I think I'm the only single, I am the only single person in my friend group. Everyone else is married. That's what, and I always ask you that, like they don't, I feel like your best shot of meeting someone is like a friend of a friend of a friend that you say. Ashley, I've been asking you to find me a girl for like 17 I know. years. <laughs> but I, all my, I, all my, I know. Don't finish I don't the sentence. Know I know. We don't want to have to cut that. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, you'd think, but like at the end of the day, like my friend's friends are our age. They've I, met their person. Yeah. They're settled. So yeah. it's like. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if any of my siblings, like, parents get remarried and they've got, like, that sneaky 26-year-old stepsister, like, yo, what's up? Hey. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> what's uh, what's the <laughs> thing that you're most afraid of in life? Like, what's your biggest fear? Um, I mean, like, my biggest fear is, like, deep water. But do you mean, like... <laughs> That's so funny. Like, can you not swim? <laughs> no, I can't swim. I played water polo and swimming in high school, but... how did i not know that like that's crazy i know people i know people think me playing water polo is really weird but that's awesome i think that's like i did it that's sweet thanks um anyways but i meant like death like Like my biggest fear is dying but like yeah i guess deep water too mm, (laughs) it's scary when you can't see the bottom you're like how deep is this um my biggest enough to keep swimming probably Or just like you, have you ever swam in a lake where you can't see the bottom and you're yeah. just like, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, 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 swimming. Actually, I learned, do you know that there's this phobia? Like, you know, when they're showing like a video under the water, like in the ocean, and then it's like a, a camera and then all, all of a sudden the Titanic appears, like you see like a shipwreck at the bottom of the ocean. Like, yeah. and it's like, that's like an actual phobia. And that I think I have. It's called like Titanic you phobia. See, like a in nam in inanimate. What's the word? Inanimate. 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 Object at 
Inanimate? Inanimate? <laughs> yeah. At the bottom of an ocean. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, whatever. That's a phobia. I, um, I was going to say, like, my biggest fear is, is dying. But I think I, I'm, like, I'm starting to mellow on that a little bit as I get older. Uh, probably, I think there's probably something after this. That's why, like, that notion is relaxing me a little bit. So, I'm Like, you're to... afraid of dying in the way of, like, being in pain or, like... Your I'm, life's over. I'm yeah. The the end of life versus like yeah. oh my god, someone stabbed me. That hurts. Yeah. No, more like what is beyond. Because yeah, for a long time I felt that way, and I think recently, like as you get older, you start like reading more and uh, you know watching more movies and like touching on the 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 you know concept of afterlife. And I don't know. I'm a spiritual person. I'm not an overly religious person. I think religion sucks balls. But uh, mm -hmm. I think it's hard to just think like we were some fucking microbes that like came out of a pool, I know. became monkeys, and now we're like on a fucking FaceTime. Like, give me a break. Like, I that's know. just not. I mean, come on. You know, whether God is a he, a she, or an alien, or a supreme intelligence, who the fuck knows? But there just can't be like zero reason that we're here. That would be depressing well, as fuck. What would be the point of living? There's nothing that's after okay. this. That's like, I saw this thing and it was, I don't know what the, but it was trying to show like, have you seen the videos? It's like, it's like, here's earth. And then it zooms out and it's like, shows yeah. you just how big everything is. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that stuff is like, even just hard to wrap your mind around it. Like I can't even think of space and that type of thing. Like it's so crazy, but yeah, I feel like that's how I feel like when I'm like, oh, I want to be a yoga teacher and I'm like but why am I even gonna bother because I'm just gonna die in 30 years and but then I'm like I feel like in the last year and I was telling you this earlier like I'm like I nothing matters but everything matters like yeah and I love that because it's like yeah we're gonna die in 30 years so what does it matter this like podcast you're recording but I'm like well it does matter because like that's what like is life like yeah. like like, I'd rather I be don't... talking to you for an hour than, like, watching The Office yeah. on Netflix. Like, Yeah. And it's, like, being in a negative mindset thinking, like, it doesn't matter. We're all going to die. But, yeah, I definitely think death is scary, I think. I think it's I, – I fear it more and, like, I feel bad for people who are here when I die and who have to, like, miss me and, and you know – like that breaks my heart thinking Don't of you think like that's like super assumptive that like people are, I'm just kidding <laughs> people are gonna miss you when you're oh my gone. God. <laughs> I'm just kidding, yeah no I agree I like yeah and I I think that like leads into such a larger conversation in general about life and yeah I mean I think about that a lot too like you know that's uh yeah do you believe in like do you think not a parallel universe but do you think that there's another Earth with humans like us somewhere? I don't think there are parallel universes, meaning like there's not another John Pachuto having a conversation with like a redheaded Ashley Gatton in universe like yeah. 1670, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be very unlikely that we are the only sentient, intelligent life out there. I mean, right. it just it it seems unlikely. Um right. I've got some good books that I can recommend that you read that like touch upon it and like discuss about it and like things like the Fermi paradox and like all these things that like pose questions about like where is the other life out there? 
Um, I yeah. just think it's so fucking big. I mean, it's not like going to like another continent and not seeing any people. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. and time that you can't imagine. So yeah, I uh, I definitely think there is uh, other intelligent life out there for sure. Um, out of curiosity, um, you and I have been talking for like an hour now. Um, and we've talked about yoga twice. What is like your biggest dream? Like what, like what is the number one thing you want most out of like a week next week? It could be like, I want to go eat at this restaurant or like 27 years from now. Like what's your biggest dream? John, I didn't know this was going to be you asking me questions about, and I have to like look inside of myself. Now you're making me feel like I need to make an appointment to see a therapist. I thought I was your therapist. All all these years I thought I was. I know. (laughs) Um, 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 honestly, I want to see my mom. Like I would like, that's why I got this fucking vaccine. That's the only reason because who knows what it's going to do to our bodies. I'm sure it's going to do nothing, but who honestly, who really knows, but I know. Um, but no, it makes her feel comfortable if I'm vaccinated. So that's why, I mean, she's been home alone for like a year and a half and I'm sure she's, that's tough. She needs to see people and be hugged. Um, yeah. And also, I don't know if my boyfriend's going to listen to this podcast. I hope but, he does. Um, Come on, Jake. I know. I, he probably he probably will. Um, I, I'm going to be in your wedding, really, bro. you got to listen. <laughs> you can be our photographer. I was just saying, I'm going to oh, fucking like, marry you. I'm going to be your officiant. <laughs> Dearly yeah, you beloved, to, he, we have gathered here today. <laughs> I could do it. I'm gonna. I'm literally after we hang up. I'm getting ordained. I'm doing it. I feel like I'm surprised you're not. I feel like you're the person to be ordained already. That's funny. Uh, my brother is actually ordained and has performed two weddings. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been in so many weddings. I might as well get ordained and start like putting people on. But yeah, no, I'm not. I should be though. I'm surprised you're not. Yeah. Um, I might just fuck around and start my own religion. You know. It's a really good way to I mean, get rich. <laughs> did you ever watch that that thing on Amazon about um it wasn't the Kool-Aid drinker people, it's another one. Oh, the one in Waco, Texas. Oh fuck, yeah. That was a lot. That was like a lot. How, like pe- yeah, yeah, this world. Religion. And like, I feel like it. I could do that like way more positivity and a lot less death. So like episode right? this is episode like, I don't know seven or eight or nine. I don't know which one I'm going to post this. Uh, but like two episodes after that, I'm going to be announcing my, my new religion <laughs> coming the... soon. TBD. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, we, uh, we spent a pretty awesome hour together and I'm super thankful for your time today. I can't wait to do this again and have a further conversation with you just about life and, and what your, uh, three to five new, hobbies and or jobs are after uh, this episode. Um, But that's going to be it for today. Uh, When I wrap up a podcast, I like to do a recommendation could be a movie TV show, a pair of shoes, Um, just something that I recommend to people that I think that they can get some benefit out of. And uh, so yeah, what's uh, what's something that you recommend? Um, I'm addicted to chapstick. And since being in Los Angeles, and being in the sun more than New York, I was like trying to get a new chapstick because the air wasn't as dry. Um, and I found Vaseline. Is it the brand's Vaseline? But it's all over Body Balm. It's a jelly stick. 
And using that on your lips is so much better than using regular chapstick. Interesting. I think I use a Vaseline uh, chapstick chapstick or like, you know, it's that, Vaseline brand the, chapstick. Yeah. But I too, yeah, am, this I one am, is like, I'm super obsessed with chapstick. I, I, I mean, I have incredible lips and like I have been waiting a long time to kiss someone new. So like I've been prepping with like ultimate skincare, <laughs> lip care right. for, uh, for the day that I, I can kiss someone and hopefully not die again. Um, my recommendation is, uh, I'm going to recommend my whoop. I got a whoop. Uh, it's a fitness tracker, sleep tracker. Um, it's pretty cool. It like gives you so much insight into, and also obviously this is not sponsored by whoop, but like, what's up whoop sponsor me. I've never even heard of that. Oh, it's great. I'll send you my link. You save like, I think 30 or 40 bucks. Um, but it tracks everything that you do. Like, so it tracks my sleep, which I find super useful cause I sleep terribly. Um, and it gives you metrics by how you should like perform on a daily basis. So let's say you get like a full night's eight hours of sleep. It's really deep, good sleep. Your body is more primed to have a heavy load of a workout that following day. So it gives you recommended uh, exertion levels on how much you should, you know, work out or, or strain yourself. That's what it's called, strain, uh, the next day. And I find the insights super useful because if I ever notice that, like, I'm not sleeping good for multiple nights, but I am still working out, I'll take a day off. And then it's amazing how much my body reacts to the benefit uh, of taking that day off. So I find it super useful. And it's really good. Nice. Um, but thanks so much for doing this with me. I, uh, I'll link up your whatever social medias that you want me to include in the notes below. Uh, definitely throw your, uh, your TikTok on there for sure. Um, but <laughs> I'm so glad that we're friends. I'm so glad that we met on Twitter. You're one of the greatest people I know. I love you. Have a great rest of your day. Be well. Oh, John, I love you too. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you.